Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is all about the book Interior Chinatown by Charles Yu, which was the winner of 2020's National Book Award for Fiction. Needless to say, this was a really wonderful book. It strikes the perfect balance between being both clever and informative while telling a story that relates what it's like to be Asian in America. This book came out last year, right at the start of 2020, but since then you might have seen it around or heard about it because it's gotten a lot of praise and attention. I know Charles Yu was even on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah talking about it. But more recently, this book has been circulating as one you should read in regards to the recent hate crimes in the U.S. against the Asian American community, and more specifically, the shootings that took place in Atlanta just last week, where eight people lost their lives, seven of whom were women and six of whom were of Asian descent. It is so incredibly unfortunate that this is the context surrounding this book review, But hopefully through reading books like this one, that narrative can change and people can become more aware and empathetic of how the Asian American community has struggled to break out of a box that has kept them stereotyped and marginalized. Because this book really allows you to understand what life is like for Asian Americans, whether it's first generation, second generation, and so on. And the author conveys what this is like through the story of Willis Wu, who's the protagonist. He's the son of Asian immigrant parents and lives in Chinatown, where he grew up. And his dream, ever since he was little, was to rise through the ranks of small Hollywood roles to reach the pinnacle of Asian acting success to be Kung Fu Guy. Because we all know Kung Fu Guy. It's the cliche Asian male in any production doing martial arts. Some Kung Fu Guys have risen above being a nameless Hollywood prop like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan, but... They're the exceptions. And even if you can rise to their level of notoriety and people remember your name, you're still an Asian cliche. But this is still the pinnacle of Asian Hollywood success because if you're not Kung Fu guy, you're just generic Asian man. But Willis's dream of being Kung Fu guy represents so much more. It's about how Asian Americans are always reduced to cultural stereotypes and cliches that have kept them small and as a footnote in society always being the minor supporting characters in life rather than the main characters. And this is a huge aspect of the Asian immigrant experience. I mean, think about it. Willis's wildest dream is to just be a nameless, stereotypical character, Kung Fu guy. Even in the narrative of his own life, when he can reach for the stars, his aspiration is to be a cliched supporting character. And this is due to the box that the Asian American community gets put into. This is what he grows up believing is the highest thing he can achieve. And to explain all of this, the novel dives into all of the cultural and legal aspects of American society that have contributed to this dynamic. Obviously, this sounds heavy. And it is. There's no way around that. But the author wrote this book and brings you to these conclusions in a really unique way. The story is told through both flashbacks that Willis has, memories of what it was like to grow up in an immigrant community, i.e. Chinatown, and present day. 
and the present-day narrative is told through the script of a cliché cop show that films in Chinatown, like an SVU-type show, that Willis is a background actor in. Initially, the book toggles between these two narratives, flashbacks and present day, as you learn about Willis, his parents, and his upbringing. But as the story progresses, the lines of reality start to blur, and eventually this cop show sort of merges with reality, and it all becomes a sort of allegory for Willis's experience as an Asian minority. I know that the author, Charles Yu, has had a career as a Hollywood writer, so you can definitely tell that this style of writing, which reads like Hollywood script, was informed by his career. And he pulled this off brilliantly. The book was raw and real with a certain grittiness and dark humor that actually reminded me a little bit of Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. And the blurred lines of reality had a little bit of weirdness, and I mean that in the best way, that kind of reminded me of Kurt Vonnegut, so if you like either of these authors, then I think you'll like this as well. But overall, Charles Yu's style is entirely his own. The whole story hooks you right from the start. It's deep and observant with short, clear sentences that make for a smooth and effortless read that plays like a movie or a TV show in your head. And as the plot progresses, it gets darker and darker while also picking up speed, so it ends up feeling like a runaway train that brings you to a big, dramatic finish that ends with a really impactful monologue by Willis's character. And in the end, you're left with these feelings of empathy and a real understanding of what it's like to be Asian American. So naturally, if you are an Asian American reader, this won't be a new concept to you. But regardless of your specific background, even if it's different than Willis Wu's, I'm sure that there are elements of the story you can relate to. But I don't want that to put you off of this book. While it might be frustrating to read about your own marginalization and how you've been stereotyped, this book is powerful and I would imagine it would give you a kind of strength and validation. Rather than feeling like you're reliving frustrating experiences, instead I think it sort of puts a finger on something that's difficult to articulate. But also because of that, this book is for everyone to read. It was educational in an artistic way, as well as being entertaining and unique, which is why I would give this five out of five stars. With all that said, I think that concludes my thoughts on Interior Chinatown. I really loved this book and definitely urge you all to give it a read. And if you do, let me know what you think. But before I go, in honor of this book and the victims of Atlanta's shooting, I'm gonna leave a link in the show notes of this episode for the Asian American Legal Defense and Education Fund. It's a national organization founded in 1974 that does amazing work to support the civil rights of Asian Americans through programs that target voting rights, immigration justice, and workers' rights. So I strongly urge you all to donate if you're able to. But on that note, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books. Subscribe from wherever you're listening from, rate and review, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like the show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books. 